Hello and welcome to Kaplan's NCLEX PrepCast, brought to you by KaplanNursing.com, which offers prep courses for the NCLEX RN and NCLEX PN examinations. In today's podcast episode, we are going to be talking about critical care nursing. We're going to dive into some of the specifics about what's involved with this field of nursing, why you should consider this for your career, and uh, some of the other rewards and challenges that might be associated with getting a position in critical care nursing. And on the show today, we brought back a fantastic nurse and NCLEX instructor who is Janice Lanham. She has been a nurse for over 25 years, has worked at Clemson University for the last 15 years, and has been with Kaplan for over five years now as an NCLEX instructor. So welcome back to the show, Janice. Hi, Matt. Thanks for having me back. Of course. So glad to have you here, and you're welcome back anytime. How has everything been since you were last on the show? Everything's been great. I'm off during the summer, so I've been enjoying some downtime, just kind of relaxing, renewing, and rejuvenating. We begin our semester in three weeks, so I'm just uh, taking all of it in as much as I can until we start the semester. That's great. It's coming up fast. Anything new this year that you're excited about at Clemson, or is it all the same as it's been before? It's always the same as it is before. <laughs> I'm always pumped about Clemson. Um, I'm on a podcast, so the listeners can't see me, but I have on my Clemson hat. She does. My I can attest bling to this. tiger paw. <laughs> And I am just so stoked, not just because we're the number two team in the country preseason, but also because our nursing program has expanded. So we are bringing in new students, more students. We also have a new Clemson University School of Nursing building on the Greenville Health System campus. So it'll be the first time that our nursing school has had an academic unit on a clinical facilities um, property and we're so excited about that collaboration that we have with Greenville Health System so we're we have a lot going on our uh, Clemson University just got uh, redesignated as a center of excellence and we're also celebrating our 50th year in nursing this year in November so we have a lot going on it, things that are lit at Clemson and pop. <laughs> 2018 is the year for Clemson that's <laughs> yes amazing. 2018 to nine to 2019. Uh, that's, that's that's amazing. So I, I know that we're uh, of course not here to talk about Clemson, although that was a great <laughs> great plug for the school. Gotta um, rep my school. Gotta rep. <laughs> we're here to talk about critical care nursing, and yes. I thought perhaps the best way to start out is to just ask a little bit about uh, what's involved with this field. What is critical care nursing all about? Well, the thing that I love so much about critical care nursing is its complexity. Mm. Um, critical care nursing is a very complex field of nursing study where nurses care for clients who are acutely ill and they are admitted with life-threatening, um, sometimes uh, very severe crit critical illnesses. And so there's a lot to learn. It's high-tech, it's fast-paced. Um, you always got to keep yourself um, up on the latest and the greatest when it comes in into that field and that specialty critical care nursing because it's always changing, always flowing. It's an exciting, dynamic area to work in. And um, I really like taking care of the acuity of the patients um, that I think attracts me the most. That's, that's great. And that makes a lot of sense. What has been your experience with critical care nursing before? 
Well, I started, I, listen, when I started out as an undergrad, I was working mom, baby, and boring. I did that for <laughs> two years. And then I stumbled across this critical care unit that I started working in. And I worked as a staff nurse in a neurointensive care unit. We'll talk about this later on, I'm sure, in the podcast, but there are many different types of critical care units which specialize in patients that are diagnosed specifically to certain areas. So I worked in a neuro ICU where we took care of patients with closed head injuries, spinal cord injuries, neurological diseases, um, all kinds of uh, neuro-related um, illnesses and injury. And I worked there for about two years. Then I worked in a generic critical care unit where we just saw all kinds of different problems from sepsis to traumas to um, GI uh, complex issues, all, all kinds of things. Um, and then um, well, I went back to school and got my master's as a critical care nurse, uh, as a critical care clinical nurse specialist. So then I worked 10 years as a critical care clinical nurse specialist at a large trauma center and worked with new nurses, worked with seasoned nurses on looking at outcomes for critical care patients in those units, looking at the latest and the greatest policies and procedures that could be used to take care of these patients more efficiently. Um, and so I've worked there for 10 years as a critical care clinical nurse specialist and worked um, with nurse managers in um, the neurotrauma ICU, med-surge ICU, neuro ICU, pediatric ICUs. There's so many different ICUs. There's probably one for every, every specialty in nursing. And I did that for 10 years. Then when I came to Clemson, I was a critical care um, instructor for the critical care courses. So lots of um, nursing programs don't have a critical care specific course. And that's one thing that we like to brag about at Clemson here. Another plug, another plug yep. for Clemson. Another plug. We, we have a critical care course for our senior students. It's the last class they take when they graduate. So I taught that um, for many, many years and did clinicals in critical care units with the students. And uh, became certified as a critical care nurse, which we'll talk about that. I was also one of the first certified critical care clinical nurse specialists in the state. So I've, it's kind of like my niche, man. I found my niche and I absolutely love critical care nursing. And I'm always trying to encourage students, you know, be a critical care nurse. Everybody should be a critical care nurse. So I, that's just what I think about it. I love it so much. Um, so that's kind of been my background. I've kind of worked as a staff nurse in critical care. And then I worked as a clinical nurse specialist, which is a master's prepared, a master's prepared critical care nurse, uh, an advanced practice critical care clinical nurse specialist who helps um, look at patient outcomes in critical care units and make sure that we're practicing um, for the betterment of those patients, that we're looking at the latest and greatest policies and procedures that will decrease length of stay and improve patient outcomes. Yeah, it sounds like you have a lot of experience in this arena. <laughs> I do, I do, and I love it. Not only do I uh, have I worked in it a lot, but I absolutely love it. It is also my passion, and I think every nurse should be a critical care nurse. I can hear the passion very clearly <laughs> ringing through in your answer. So, which is amazing. And again, you're the you're the perfect person to have on this particular episode. So, uh, I would love to hear sort of your uh, overview as to why nursing students should consider critical care nursing or even why nurses should consider moving into critical care nursing? 
Well, I tell my students this like weekly when I'm in class, especially if we talk about examples or patient scenarios, you know, for patients who are in ICU. If you can make it there, you can make it anywhere. Kind of like the whole New York, New York thing. I thought it was if New York. York. Yes, yes, <laughs> it is. If you can make it in critical care, you can make it anywhere. So I always talk about the skill set that you develop working as a critical care nurse. You will have done it all. When you finish working in critical care, you can go out and work anywhere because you learn so much and the skill set that nurses develop by working in a critical care unit enhances their clinical practice where they can go out and work in almost any specialty and have the background and experience because it's to me is the cream of the crop type specialty when you're working and you learn so much like I said and you will develop a strong set of skills that you can just kind of pick up and take anywhere and work. And it's funny it's uh feel like if you can make it in New York as a critical care nurse, you really can oh make it in New York, combine oh, the profession absolutely. with the place. Absolutely. <laughs> so <laughs> it definitely sounds like this is an area that uh, nurses should consider. And at least if they are not, you know, if they don't have the passion after working there uh, in critical care nursing like you do, at least they will have that experience and be able to, to like you said, make it anywhere and apply what they've learned to other uh, parts of the nursing world. So. To, to kind of break into this field, what are some of the professional requirements for working in critical care nursing? Do you just need to pass the NCLEX and that's, that's it, it? or That's it. You just have to pass the NCLEX and that's it. And I know um, there's been a debate in nursing about working in critical care. Should I work straight out of school or should I gain experience for one year in a mid-surge unit and then go to a critical care unit? kind of solidifying those basic fundamental skills that um, I have. And so me being a critical care nurse and have working in critical care for at least over 12 to 15 years, I would say that my recommendation and what I tell my students is I think it's a great idea to work in an ICU or critical care unit straight out of undergrad. And I say that because Oftentimes, um, when you work straight into critical care, you're developing your core skills from the ground up and you haven't developed any bad habits or you haven't developed um, something that may, uh, I, I just think that it strengthens your skills right out of the gate and it develops you from the ground up and you don't have time to develop bad habits. And over a year, if you're working in a less intensive, less acute, less intense area, oftentimes your skills may not be as strong versus if you just come straight out and hit the ground running in critical care. And, and they're going to help you develop those skills that are going to strengthen you from the beginning. So I think that it's a great idea to work straight out. Most critical care units have a very comprehensive orientation program. They have strong mentorships because the specialty realizes how intense the environment can be. So all these critical care units around the country are prepared to train nurses at the level that they need in order to function well as a critical care nurse. So I'm in support of new grads coming straight out of school and going straight to a critical care unit because you don't have to have any prior skills. Now, the debate exists around developing your critical thinking, developing time management, developing prioritization, 
strengthening those fundamental skills before you go to a more complex. And that used to be the train of thought, but more and more you see residency programs popping up. So lots of hospitals are working on those skills during the early period in the orientation process so that when students are placed in ICU, they're ready. So I think that most of the hospitals now are targeting these skills in a more generic way during the orientation process so that students can be placed in ICUs. And the schools of nursing do that as well. Like at Clemson, I mentioned that we have a critical care, a senior level critical care course that helps students get ready. We have them uh, advanced cardiac life support, which is a, a higher level basic life support certification. Most nurses know about advanced cardiac life support or ACLS. So our students come out with that. They get a rhythm interpretation. So they get a lot, of, a lot of skills in nursing school now in most nursing programs so that they don't have to wait a year to strengthen basic skills. They come out very strong. Oftentimes students have completed externships or internships during the summer where they have worked alongside a critical care nurse and have developed those skills. So oftentimes students are ready when they come right out of school to work in these environments without any additional training or experience. That's great to hear. Is this, I mean, the one thing I'm thinking about is whether this is a competitive field though. You know, is this an area that a lot of students are trying to break into? Um, so it sounds like it is. What, what would you say are ways that nursing students, new grads in particular, can distinguish themselves and set themselves apart from other uh, nursing students who are equally as interested at, as breaking yeah. as them into breaking yeah. into critical care nursing? Well, it's, it's a popular field now, and nursing students do need to pursue opportunities that kind of set themselves apart. Because like I tell students, you know, our nursing students at Clemson have the highest GPAs of all the majors on our campus, even over the engineering students. So everybody is smart, is what I tell students. So it's not about making straight A's and making good grades, because everybody in our program has great grades. There are other non-tangibles, things that you need to do to make yourself more uh, attractive to acquiring a critical care position because they are looking for a specific type of nurse. So what I tell students is try to pursue an internship or an externship the summer before their senior year. That's typically the best time that students have to pursue an internship or externship. Because when these managers are sorting piles and they're looking at candidates, if you have had some type of experience in a hospital facility, again, they know you, you're having some basic skill development that's already been laid. They, are, they already understand that foundation has already been laid. So having an externship or an internship, and if you can't have something that, at least having a customer service related position, even as a host or a waitress or a waiter or some type of customer service related field, because one of the things in critical care nursing that is a strong uh, skill that you need to have is effective communication got to be able to effectively communicate, not necessarily as much with the patient, I mean, that's a given, but primarily with patients and families. Critical care units are unplanned admissions. They tend to be unplanned. So you have to be ready for the trauma that's associated with that, some of the dysfunction that comes with that when people are admitted to ICUs. And so nurses have to be able to communicate effectively with families, patients and families, 
also with healthcare providers, because in critical care, there's a big team of healthcare supporters that you also have to be able to engage with from the surgeons to the respiratory therapists, to the physical therapists. There are so many people that you have to interface with that um, as a team take care of these patients. So that's one thing that I think students can do is work, have an internship, externship, or some customer related industry that they have worked in where they're working directly with lots of people and learning how to communicate efficiently. The other thing is, like I mentioned about the advanced cardiac life support. So at Clemson, we offer it as an option to our students and most students pursue that option. Now, as part of your orientation process in critical care, they'll put you through an advanced cardiac life support course. They will put you through an arrhythmia course where you, can, uh, where you learn how to understand basic EKG interpretation. They'll put you through that in orientation, but if you come already with that under your belt and you can challenge the arrhythmia test, or you already have that knowledge and that's less that they have to, to put out in order to, to get you oriented or up to speed, that's gonna be a plus. That's gonna be a plus for you. So those are some of the things that students can do to set themselves apart, pursue opportunities where they're gonna gain experience, whether that's communication, whether it's critical thinking, whether it's learning how to work as a team player, those kinds of intangible things, I think, are what's more important. Often, students tend to focus on skills, starting IVs, trait care, those kinds of things. They focus on knowledge. They think that they have to know a whole lot. And I never saw one critical care nurse lose their job because they couldn't put in an IV or because they couldn't put in a, a Foley, a catheter, or they couldn't perform trait care efficiently or effectively. Most of the time, students or nurses in critical care who aren't successful, they don't survive because of those intangibles. Those um, soft skills, I don't even know why we call them soft skills, because I actually think they should be hard skills. I think they're more <laughs> important than soft. You know, soft kind of indicates, you know, soft, that it's not something strong. Yeah, not important. Yeah, we don't, we don't emphasize effective communication, teamwork and collaboration, conflict resolution, um, clinical reasoning and decision making, those are the skills that if they surround themselves with opportunities, allow them to strengthen and focus on those types of soft skills is what we call them. That is what strengthens them as a critical care nurse because, you know, you can learn the knowledge. You know, my, my son is a communications major, but I could teach him skills. I could teach him how to start an IV and teach him how to put in a Foley. I can teach those kinds of skills to anybody regardless. Family members oftentimes do those skills at home with their family members. They do advanced skills at home. So you can teach a skill. Those things that help critical care nurses be successful are those other things, those non-tangibles that oftentimes nurses don't think about when um, they're looking for a job or they're looking at the best way they can perform on a job. And those are the things that I think that I'd like to emphasize that help critical care nurses be successful. Yeah, I think they're also very important and it's, it's great to know that you can get the skills you need in ways that are indirectly related to nursing. Like you said, getting some customer service experience can help you in critical care nursing. Yes. So because it's such a competitive field and there is such a growing interest, if someone has this passion, they just love critical care nursing, it's what they want to do. They're, they're a young Janice Lanham just following in your footsteps, <laughs> but they don't get that job right out of 
nursing school. They apply, but just unfortunately can't get a role in critical care nursing. Is it too late or is there a way that they can get into the door later in later down and, you know, how far down can they, can they reapply and try to get into the, their foot in the door in critical care nursing? Absolutely. Absolutely. So what I tell students is go ahead and pursue a nursing job at whatever facility that you want to work and gain that experience. Because even though I said it's not that you have to have that experience coming out of school, if you have worked a year and then you apply to a critical care unit later, that still works to your benefit. Because then you're coming to them with one year of nursing experience. And someone who's experienced always looks good always looks good but it's just not a requirement that students have it when they graduate so I, it, it's still to their benefit to have any kind of nursing experience it's still going to benefit them to come to critical care unit to, to to transfer to a critical care unit after working on a med surge unit for six months to a year that still works to their benefit as well so i i, I tell them either way I, I had a student come to me matt who um she was very upset and she uh, was concerned because she had not done anything during her four years of school outside of nursing. She had just gone to class and um, done very well in her studies, but had not attended any extracurricular meetings, activities. She wasn't in a sorority. She hadn't joined our Student Nurses Association on campus. She hadn't had a job. Uh, she just had not done anything. And she was really upset that she wouldn't get a job. And I told her, I said, you're going to get a job because there's a demand for nurses, you're gonna get a job. So say you're that student that just really didn't have the time and you focused on your studies and you did well in those, you know, where does that leave a student? And I told her, I said, you know, you're gonna get a job. There's a demand for nurses. Now, competitively, you may not get that job for someone who is applying for a specialty unit like ICU because you know, you don't have a whole lot to put on the table to compare with them. I said, but give it some time. After you have worked six months to a year and you have performed well during that stint, you can always transfer to an ICU at a later date. And then you have that experience that you're bringing to the table. And that made her feel so much better because everybody else had really done a whole lot of other things. And she, in comparing herself to those students, she felt like she really didn't have a whole lot to bring to the table. And maybe she didn't as compared to them. But you're not going to go wrong in nursing, period. You're, you're going to get a job. It might not be the perfect job coming right out of school. But you're going to get that job that you want. It just may take some time. So identify the facility that you really want to work, work at. And then after you have worked there some time, transfer to the ICU because those transfers come up periodically throughout the year and you never know when a position may open up. So I always encourage students to do that. that that's great to hear and very encouraging for those who uh, might not get into critical care nursing because I know there are some uh, listeners who are nurses who uh, already passed that NCLEX new grad window and are just uh, looking to maybe enter into this field. So it's encouraging to know that that experience does help quite a bit. Absolutely. We talked about the skills that are required to be or that would make for a successful critical care nurse. What can a nurse expect out of uh, critical care nursing? What are the skills that they can expect to gain by working in a you know critical care nursing uh, ICU? 
that's that's a great question. So first of all, they're going to uh, learn a lot of different complex skills because there's a lot of high tech equipment in the critical care unit, and they're going to learn how to monitor, assess, and operate lots of high tech equipment, which is exciting. You know, I'm a gadget person, so you know that's exciting. Um, I think the rewarding part about it is also to see how far patients progress. Because again, you're taking care of patients who are acutely ill, oftentimes life-threatening, um, have a life-threatening illness or disease. And the rewarding part is actually seeing how that patient progresses and when they actually transfer out of the ICU to a floor. Um, and the relationships, the other part of it that you develop or the relationships that you develop with your patients and families. Oftentimes the patient to nurse nurse to patient ratio is lower than when you're working in some other area. So typically it's two to one, two patients to one nurse, depending on how uh, uh, acute or severe the patient's clinical condition is, it, sometimes it's one to one. And you can literally spend 12 hours taking care of one patient wow. and it can keep you very, very busy. Your assessment skills are gonna be refined and become very, very sharp. And that's the other thing. So it's, it's a big balance here. You get a lot of tangible rewards as it comes to your knowledge base, your skill set and the skills you can perform, the level of knowledge that you have regarding clinical conditions, illnesses, the equipment in the unit, the rapport building you give, you have or you develop with the patient, the family. Again, that's a very close relationship because of the, the level that you're working with the patient, because the, the close intimate level you're working with the patient. Um, and also the relationships you develop with your peers, coworkers, staff, et cetera. So there's so many tangibles and non-tangibles that, that you can get out of it. Now, I would be remiss if I didn't also talk about the, down, the downside. Oh, of course. You know? So, yeah, uh, there's a downside to everything, no matter what. <laughs> and but it's the good that outweighs the bad. Same same as in marriage, same as in dating. You know, you see some things in your spouse that you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't buy in, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't buy into this for that. But the good outweighs the bad, and that's how I look at critical care because there are some cons to working in critical care. The intensity and the stress level of working in a critical care unit can be overwhelming. There may be days where you go through, you know, every day you're there, you lose a patient. And that could be, that can be very difficult. And oftentimes there's no time to debrief and grieve and talk about it and, and get those feelings off your chest because you're getting another admission following that death and you got to get this patient taken care of, moved out so that you can admit another traumatic acute patient that has a multitude of issues and problems. And so the thing that I like to emphasize that I've started emphasizing now with my student nurses is self-care. You know, if you're working in an area like a critical care unit, you've got to be able to take care of yourself mentally, physically, emotionally. You've got to be able to take care of yourself because it's a, a very high stress area. Uh, like I said before, very intense. Um, you're going to see some things that can be very um, heartbreaking. Um, and there are times that you experience joy when you see that patient progress and do well and transfer out of the unit and go home, you know, transfer out of the unit to a lower acuity, 
level unit and eventually go home. And then you'll see those patients who don't, um, who make a different transition um, and may not get to go home. And so oftentimes that can be rewarding as well, but it still can be very stressful, um, Matt, and, and draining. And so you don't tend to see nurses who have worked in critical care for 20 plus years and are still there because it can really weigh on you and tug at your heartstrings and really pull on you from a stress standpoint. And so going in, you need to be aware of that so that it's important that you're also taking measures to take care of yourself so that you can go to work every day and, and give that 110% to your patients. Yeah, it's, it makes sense there'd be downfalls as well. And that's something yeah. that I was uh, even thinking could be potential down, downsides to this, uh, this field. But to end yeah. on a, a positive note for anyone who is considering uh, pursuing critical care nursing, do you have any last words of encouragement uh, about uh, moving into this field? I think I just want to just emphasize how rewarding it is and how um, exciting it can be and all the things that you learn and um, don't be afraid to jump right in and, and feel like you have to have experience to go there because they get you up to speed and teach you everything you need to know during your orientation process. Um, again, I think it's a very rewarding area, a very challenging uh, specialty, um, and but I think that you can do it. I think nurses should, like I said, I think every nurse should be a critical care nurse just because of the, the gain, the secondary gain you get out of going into that area and how much you learn and how exciting, stressful, intense, challenging, you know, there's the gamut. It runs the gamut of all emotions. And I think you come out, you know, it spits you out as a better nurse holistically, not just in one particular area, but it affects every level that I think a nurse brings to the table. And I just think it's a very rewarding field. I'm a little biased, you know, because I've worked in it so long. And well, I'm of really course. <laughs> I'm really passionate about it, kind of like this Clemson hat I got on. Yeah. Um, I'm just all in. That's our theme at Clemson, you know, our football, being all in and being committed. And I'm just all in for critical care nursing because of, a, of, of what you can just get out of it, just the reward, the rewarding experience it can get, have. It sounds rewarding and I love your passion for it. It's <laughs> contagious. So I'm hoping that it's uh, definitely influenced some of the listeners to, to consider this career, whether they're already in nursing in a different field or still in yeah. nursing school. So uh, thank you so much, Janice, for Thanks, coming on the show. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. And we'll definitely have you back on again soon and uh, give you a chance to, to share some more Clemson love and some more nursing Yay. love. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and for those of you who are listening at home, as always, I would like to remind you that if you are in nursing school, uh, to go ahead and uh, click on the link in the show description, which will take you to kaplannursing.com to learn about all of the resources that we have available to you uh, as you get ready for the NCLEX exam. Uh, and normally, I would tell you a little bit more about that. But what I do want to tell you at uh, in this particular episode is about a new opportunity. If you are in nursing school and looking for a way to branch out and to grow your network, which is to apply to become a student brand ambassador for Kaplan, we are looking for specifically nursing students who are 
And then our last couple of years of nursing school, it gives you a great opportunity to, again, grow your network, help out other students in nursing school, um, and to promote uh, Kaplan's resources uh, on your college campus. You can learn more about the Student Brand Ambassador Program by going to kaplannursing.com slash SBA. And that will, again, again, give you a chance to learn more about how you can apply to become an SBA, which gives you uh, $15 an hour um, and a free NCLEX course uh, after a few months of uh, working on our team. Uh, as you can also uh, go ahead and follow us on our social media channels, which we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Pinterest at Kaplan NCLEX Prep. And if you don't already, please be sure to uh, subscribe to our podcast on all of your favorite uh, podcast channels. As always, I want to thank you so much for listening into our podcast, and we look forward to seeing you again in a future PrepCast.